This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? Assholes like you every day. Daisy Thomas. Every day. Bridge Duclo. This moron number one. Let's just say he had a massive touch of the shirt over the bed. <laughs> Put moron number two on the phone. That's good PR. What the hell is wrong with you two? Everybody's working. Listen to the rush hour. Summer edition. I feel good. Thursday in the most livable city, Melbourne. The sun has come out. What a time to be alive. The rush hour is here. And I say off the top, we've got Topics Duclos. Yes, Topics Duclos has come up with a topic mm. for the family, which uh, I think is going to be a very good one. Uh, we wait with <laughs> a bated breath for that. Ian Kenny from the Birds of Tokyo, ahead of Mushroom 50 this weekend, is having a chat to us, but with an exclusive as well. He's given us his new single, or their new single, Lion, to play First ever on Australian radio, oh, just wow. after four thirty. In the world, even probably exclusive. Is exclusive. it in the world? Mm-hmm. In the world, absolutely. Mm. On this day, we celebrate a hundred years of commercial radio, so we'll have a tribute for that. So well done to everyone in here and out there. Mm, thank you. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't there at the start. No. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about that tomorrow. Uh, Ken Roxon ahead of the Supercross this weekend at Marvel Stadium mm-hmm. as well. Plus, we'll round it out with a joke as I look across and I see my mum, Bridget Duclos, <laughs> radio mum. Well, you bought your mum a present today, Days. It was so sweet of you. you be, Days came in with a present, uh, a lovely fan, mm. which I can use to keep my brow from glowing. A battery-operated fan. A mm. battery-operated fan, which I can plug into my computer and make sure that uh, what do men sweat, women glow, and someone does something else. I think, I think that's been uh, your motto for a long time now, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, that is true. Um, and a very hello, big hello to you, uh, Rabsy. Now, Wallabies. Oh, yes. Fire up! Tiny little furry marsupials. <laughs> it's, it's getting embarrassed. It's getting embarrassed. Hard to say marsupials. <laughs> marsupials. Marsupials. Oh, and that would no doubt be a part of the great beautiful celebration. Beautiful moment from the 100 years yeah. of commercial yeah. radio. Oh, yes, we've come so far. <laughs> we have. Bridge, there's some, plenty of sport knocking around. And yeah. I know it's uh, not really sporty time in terms of AFL, but there's a bit of golf news and big golf news. Yeah. You know the Live Tour? Yes, the I Saudi do. The Saudi-backed Live Tour? Yeah. Well, John Rahm is reported to be going across... Have a guess at the paycheck. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Millions? It is in the millions. <laughs> yeah, um, 600 of them. 600 of them? $600 million wow. US, which equates to 916 million Australian. Are they looking for new people? <laughs> your 41 <laughs> handicap and your hole-in-one might get you across the line. Uh, legendary golfer wow. and go- Live Golf member Phil Mickelson said it's a done deal, Gee, which is big, big news. Yeah. Uh, some cricket news. The Aussies, of course are taking on and going to a T20 series against India. Manus Labashain has expressed his bemusement at the scheduling only four days after that. Yeah. Well, fair enough. When you win, you need a bit of time to recover. Correct. And we heard Mitch Marsh yesterday say it would be a miracle if Travis Head <laughs> plays. And there's a photo that we'll put up on our socials. It looks like it's a miracle he's not in rehab. <laughs> he looks <laughs> down and out and beaten. Still going. He still is. And Chris Rogers, he joined the... Uh, Adam Peacock and Brad Haddon on Willow Talk today. Mm-hmm. So Victorian Will Pekofsky's had some issues with concussion. Yep. And he had this to say. Without trying to give too much away, the concussions probably have masked what is the bigger issue for, for Will. And he's been dealing with some 
some more mental health issues that the concussions kind of um, brought it to life a lot more. Um, I, for instance, he was he was playing cricket in England and he got hit in the head and he kept batting. Now, if if you know what Will had been through, I mean, the, you know, he'd, he'd had some times where the ball kind of flicked his head and he was out for a, for a month kind of thing. It wasn't really concussion we were dealing with. It was it was a lot of the uh, the other issues. Um, and he's he's been working um, through that for a, for a long, long time. And now, like I could comfortably say, this is the best position he's ever been. You can catch the full podcast, by the way, on the Listener app. Fantastic to hear. He's in mm. a good place because he could be an absolute star. Untapped talent so far. Yeah, that's exciting, isn't it? Um, I've got a story about uh, Sydney Swans hero Jude Bolton, who used to be a massive spunk. He uh, has... Used to be. What do you mean? Well, no, he's still, still very is. handsome. Yeah, he's very handsome. Very, very handsome. <laughs> he's explained how he inspired... LMFAO's smash hit song Champagne Showers. Champagne showers, champagne showers. Yeah. Oh. The club, light it up. Yeah. Very triple M. Bolt reckons he inspired that song. He happened to be on an end of season trip in 2010 and he was in a nightclub in LA. Minimum spend of $3,000 was ridiculous. Put a couple of credit cards down and just sort of go from there. They said, well, hang on, there's going to be probably a couple of girls come past the booth, at least get a bottle of champagne. I looked down at the, the menu and I just go, oh, that one there. And that was a Dom Perignon, seven fifty of the 3000 spent straight away. And at that particular time, a band by the name of LMFAO walked oh, in. Oh, yeah. I asked my our, our waitress at the time, I said, can I spray this over the over the crowd? She's radioed into the uh, head office and goes, yep. So I stood up on the, the booth and sprayed it over the entire dance floor. And about six months later, the song comes out. Champagne showers from LMFAO, and we're all going. Oh, that was about us. You started it, <laughs> and sure enough, <laughs> Red Foo actually confirmed oh, wow. it and sort of said, "Well, I felt this wet feeling on my shoulder one time in a club in LA, and I turn around, there's this crazy European mm-hmm. guy spraying champagne over wow. the whole crowd." There it is. Wow. He should get a retainer. Well, it sounds a whole lot like BS until Red Foo confirms it. Amazing story. Tell me more. Yeah, exactly. I'm good on you, Jude. Now, in Queasy News, Wait, ooh. Queasy News, which is a new segment, um, a poor old man in Missouri went off just to have a, a you know regular colonoscopy screening sort of thing. That's when you know they put the camera down and check out what's going is on. Is colonoscopy your... down or up? Down into your intestines. Oh, no, up. Sorry. <laughs> it goes up. Yep. Yeah, sorry. It goes up. Um, anyway, this is what happened. The doctors found a fully alive fly oh. at the top of the large intestine. Um, the man apparently had had pizza and lettuce the night before the colonoscopy, which is weird because you meant to have that weird drink you have. Um, and doctors can only assume that the fly was on the lettuce. So you know what they did? You know what they did? No. They did this. Louis de Ply, I'm Louis de Ply, straight from rubbish tip to you. They sprayed it with more tea. With the oh, straight up. Straight from <laughs> tip to you. Was that I'm down or was that up? That was up too. <laughs> <laughs> Did it get rid of the fly? Yeah, queasy, queasy old news. Ah, oh, uh, yeah, got rid of the fly and the man's now in fabulous health. Louis, not so good. That's gross. It's pretty gross, but I think it's something you need to share with people in case they eat lettuce the night before they come When's a fly been up your cool? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have topics. Topics due clothes in charge today. Okay. Mm. Oh, it's Isn't coming it about up next. that sort of stuff. <laughs>
No, it's about my magnificent driving skills. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Topics Duclos. We get yep. nervous when this happens because usually it's topics brownless and, and then just a dash. Yes. Yes. So now you're in the seat and you've I gone am. with the same approach. What are we doing? Well, um, as a mother of two adult children mm. uh, or a father, which neither of you are, of an adult child, you do have to go through the teaching them to drive business. Mm. And it's a lot of hours now. I taught my fiancé how to drive recently. Did you? Mm. Did you do yeah. 120? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think you'd go 120. I think she, no, she was going too quick. I had to tell her to slow down. Yeah, get back to It was to in 100. a 60s zone, yeah. Right. Well, it's... <laughs> missed, missed the joke. <laughs> I know. We're talking kilometres per hour, not hours under the... Oh. Yeah. It's my topic. <laughs> As you were. Anyway, you spend your whole time telling them off. You know, slow down, parallel park better than that. Um, two hands on the wheel, 10 to 2. I do 10 to yep. 2. Do you do 10 to 3? Some people do. Anyway, um, don't text while you're driving. You spend your whole life telling them what to do. That's fine. They've both got their licences. All good. The other day, uh, my daughter was going on a long road trip, so I very kindly said, look, let's swap cars so you can have a, you know, a safer car. In the Lambo. <laughs> in the Lambo. So you can take the Lambo <laughs> yeah. where you're going, up in the country somewhere. And you had the Rolls Royce with you. And, yeah. I'll, take, <laughs> and I'll take your little... Hoity your point. little... Um, uh, only word really shit box. Okay, <laughs> it's a tiny little car and it's it's beaten up and it's it's uh, something drags on the bottom. I'm not sure mm. what. It's sort of its best. So that was nice of me, wasn't well it? Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, while she was on her tour with the Lambo, I was in her little car and I had a crash. <laughs> oh, <laughs> had a crash into something, yeah. someone, something car into a car. I no. backed into a car. Another car. I backed mm. into another car. Oh. Anyway, that was a shame. So when I went and looked at the car, I couldn't quite tell the damage because it's so beaten up already. So I thought to myself, I'm not going to tell her. I'm not going to own up. And did you tell the other person? That I crashed the car. Oh, yeah, I had to go through all that business with the other person. But I thought, I'm not going to tell her and I'll see if she notices. Mm. Anyway, she's been home from that trip for about four weeks now and has not said a word (laughs) about the car. car. So I think at this stage I've got away with it because – she just she there's too many crashes. If she'd done mine, I would have noticed on the mm-hmm. Lambo because it's you know smooth as a baby's bottom. You know the only <laughs> issue with this now is uh, you've just said it on the radio. So she's not listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's clipping it up. He's going to tag know. her on Instagram. You're in a lot of trouble. Can we not put this on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> just in case? So I thought about that. And I thought as a great topic for the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and you in particular, days, oh. get the list ready. What have you not owned up to? <laughs> There's a few, but yes. does anyone remember Billy's sort of Rover story? Yes. So when I was about four or five years old, I went to my grandparents' house and they had a dog called Sam. Now, apparently they taught Sam to go to the toilet way up the back of their block. Mm. Me being a young kid and just out of nappies, needed to go to the toilet. So I pulled my pants down in the middle of the lawn and just... <laughs> Slid a little nugget out. <laughs> anyway, I denied it and <laughs> you blamed the blamed dog, the dog profusely you, you until did. I had to own up just before Nan died at Christmas. Oh, <laughs> what, the, gulk, the guilt got the better yeah, of you. Yeah, it did. Oh, and she wasn't. She's like, yeah, we we knew all along. Why didn't you just go all the way to the back like the dog did? Then you wouldn't have got sprung. Yeah, I wasn't that smart at four. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Still, arguably, at thirty-four, probably not that smart. And I'm tipping that you have got many more stories you have not yeah, owned up to. But I'm not going to ruin our show by hearing them. Thank you. Um, so. To the family. Yes, one triple three five three. That's the number. What have you not owned up to? Mm, I like this. Two hundred dollar. We've always got prizes. Two hundred dollar Neverland store voucher up for grabs and a Kraken gift Ooh. box as well. 
a champion footballer. Thomas has uploaded the biggest barrel. Teams up with Radio Royalty. Your show, but I've taken over. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Interesting though, Bridge, because you've just given a bit of a confession. There's, mm. there's something you haven't owned up to, but you said it on the radio, which is always a risk. You we, said this. Yeah. Well, she said that she crashed her daughter's car. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, the only <laughs> issue with this now is you just said it on the radio. So She's not if, listening. Okay. <laughs> How's that going, the not listening <clears throat> part? Just got a text. <laughs> I'm listening. Oh. <laughs> I am out tonight. <laughs> so where do we go from here? Too scared to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Sleep over somewhere else. I Perfect. forgot the power of radio. I know. One triple three five three. We asked the family, Daisy, what have you not owned up to? Yes, we certainly did. We go to Cameron down there in beautiful Rosebud. Cameron, how are you, buddy? Good, mate. How are you? Terrific, thank you. What have you not owned up to? Oh, this one's a cracker. My old man, when I was about 15, 16 on the farm, we had a zero-turn lawnmowers, and they had a bridge guard, like a safety bridge. So if you ever flipped it, it didn't land on you. So it was just an arch that went over the seat that you sat on. Yeah. Right. And um, I was mowing around this brand-new wake setter that Dad had bought. It's probably a $180,000, $200,000 boat. And hasn't even taken it out yet. hasn't touched it or anything. <laughs> He's just parked it there. And, mm. and you know, I was mowing around it, and the arch had scratched all the way up the oh. side of this boat. Oh, no. And... Um, Dug into it about three mil, all oh. into the fiberglass, oh. into the paint and everything, oh. and it would have costed I don't know fifteen, sixteen grand to fix no. it. Oh. You can't claim it on insurance because it's personal damage. Mm. And um, yeah, I ended up blaming it on one of the farm workers. <laughs> <laughs> Who lost their job? No, no one confessed up to it. No, to this day, that was about 15, 14 at that stage, and I'm twenty six now, and he still doesn't know. Oh. Is your dad still with us? Yeah, yeah, he's still here. Does he listen to Triple M? <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He's, he's up in um, Toolumbale. That's what I oh, said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we go to mm. Toolumbale, don't we? Sorry? We go to that place where, we all dance. Where, which was it? Where was it, Cameron? Uh, Toolumbale, up near Melton. Up near Melton. Oh, we, no, we definitely go there. We definitely go there, Cam. Um, ooh, good oh, good luck. But um, good on you for not mm. owning up, so I'm not the only one. Uh, Kathy, you're in Bendigo. What have you not owned up to? Uh, when I was younger, my brother and I used to climb a colourbond fence before they had the capping onto the garage roof and jump off. We mm. were told not to. And I fell as I was climbing and hit that colourbond fence, which cut under my chin. And there was all blood and everything, and I needed stitches. Mm. And I couldn't tell my mum that I'd been jumping off the roof. <laughs> so we had a brick barbecue. I put blood, my hand, I put the blood on the barbecue <laughs> and told her that I hit that instead. <laughs> you set up a crime scene. That's genius. Oh, that is genius. And is she still with us, Kathy? No, she's passed. Oh, and I'm sorry about that, but at least she won't find out. Mm. No, no, I did end up uh, by accident confirming it, um, what had really happened, because I was telling a friend when I was an adult and we were talking about things we did as kids and not even remembering that my mum's sitting there and didn't know, I was telling her what I did. Uh, And it was like, oh, hi, mum. Uh, Oops. (laughs) Good on you, Kathy. Thank you. I like the crime scene. Yeah, that's a smart slash a little bit serial killer vibes. Uh, Ryan from Grovedale. (laughs) How are you, Rhino? Uh, Ryan, are you there? Oh, I think no. we've lost. It's all right. We'll go to Martin in Blackman's Bay. Hey, Martin. Hey, how you going? Good. What haven't you owned up to, please? Well, I was. it was a few years ago now, um, so I think I'm out of the woods, but um, my wife was in labour. We were in at the maternity ward, and um, she was in the thick of it with a 
with the midwife. It was our second child, and I remembered that from the first one, he was born in September. She was born in September, and I was um I was just three days before the um the uh, highest paid in the grand final actually, but. <laughs> I, it had taken a couple of days to get the telly on, so it was it was January. There was a test match on, so I thought, look, I'll get ahead of the game while they're busy, and I'll get the TV guy to come in, get the TV sorted out. So anyway, the guy rocks up and he goes, "Is it right to go in?" I said, "Yeah, mate, go in, go in. Yeah, they won't notice you." So he went in there. The second he set foot in the door, they're like, "What the hell are you going to get out of here?" This poor fella's come out with his tail between his legs. <laughs> and then I've walked in there and they said, "What the hell was that about?" I said, "I've got no idea what he was doing. That crank." I said, "I'll make sure he doesn't come back in." <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, oh, that's fantastic. Bus. That is such so, a husbandy thing to do mm. while someone's giving birth. Mm. Get the TV fixed. <laughs> <laughs> no, think about himself, oh, okay. what he can yes. do to get through. Uh, oh, that's lovely, Martin. Thank you. Oh, three good ones there. Mm-hmm. Oh, before he can get a prize, who oh. do you? Yay. All right. Well, let's first give a prize to Cameron for his um, ruining his dad's boat. Yeah, Cameron, you got yourself a $200 Neverland store voucher, mate. Beautiful. That sounds unreal. Home of Australian streetwear, shop in store or online, neverlandstore.com.au. Yeah. And then Cathers in Bendigo. Cathers, you've got yourself a crack in the rum gift box. Oh, thank you very much. Good on you, Cathers. Featuring a bottle of Kraken, four Kraken and cola cans and stubby holders. By the way, enjoy legendary moments and legendary black spice rum this summer with a Kraken gift pack valued at 150 bucks. And Martin, who uh, sent the TV man in to pick up. <laughs> I blamed his, him for wife it. Wife was in labour. Oh, Martin, you can get yourself some dinner tonight. A $100 grilled voucher headed your way, mate. Good on you. Thanks a lot. Oh, no everyone's a winner from my Topics Duclos. Outstanding. Thank you. A lot better than Topics Brownless. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. This Sunday at Rod Laver Arena, Mushroom 50 Live will be an event like no other, featuring 50 songs to celebrate 50 years of incredible Australian music. Birds of Tokyo, one of the bands performing on the day, and we are joined by Ian Kenny, their frontman. Starting with their debut EP, Birds of Tokyo, in 2005. Our next guest has fronted one of Australia's favourite bands, pumping out hit after hit. festival tour on the way, we welcome a man with the best enunciation in Australian music, Ian Kenny. Woo! The best enunciation. Wow. Ian, welcome. Do you want to elaborate? That is quite an intro. Um, I've never heard that before. Um, uh, if you, if, if you spend time with me and, you, and like we are and we're speaking, yes. I'm fairly I'm fairly bogan at heart, so that's, <laughs> that's a surprise, but I love it. Uh, well, you don't sound too bogan to me, and I've met some. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I do, I do, I do love a bogan, so that's but, – but I've been told that by, by close friends that it's in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Now, Ian, how exciting um, – this is just going to be great, the Mushroom 50 live lineup, And with all these bands playing, I was just thinking, what is the green room going to be like? Oh, it'll be a hot mess. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It'll be unreal. It'll, yeah, it'll be a zoo is what it's going to be. It'll be, yeah, for sure. Does it get pretty loose in there still? The rockers going um, at it? Well, you know, you pick and choose your fights these days. Um, <laughs> we've, we've tamed it down a bit, I must admit, 
I mean, there's, there's no PG version of it, but back in the day, things were pretty um, <laughs> pretty hairy. But uh, now these days, it's fairly mellow, I must admit. <laughs> well, lucky you had uh, got to live that good bit, the real rock bit, I reckon, because I don't think as oh, many do to, now. Yeah, no, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to live it, and you've got to discover it, and and try it on for a bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, Sam Margin on yesterday, and we asked him if he wasn't a rock star, did he have any other serious pursuit he would have liked? Me, uh, I don't know. I joined a rock band so I didn't have to get a real job. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So that was always my ambition. Um, so far, so good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd love, to, I'd love to be some sort of, I don't know, in a dream world, some sort of professional surfer. But I'm not. I'm a bit. I'm a very average surfer, and I'm okay with that. Well, you do you do surf a lot, don't you, Ian? And you live in a good surfing sort of territory. Um, how good are you, or not? Oh, I'm medium at best. Yeah, medium. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I love it. Like it's, it's just a shame where I live. The surf down there. There are so many good surfers. So I'm just constantly blown out of the water. But that's that's cool. It's all fun. Down the southwest, though, there's also some very big creatures that sort of swim below. Do you ever get scared <laughs> of that? Oh yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we talk about the man in the grey suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are some bloody big sharks down there. Um, I've only ever seen one, well, I think. Maybe my brain just can't accept it, but I think I've seen one, so they're pretty, yeah, well, gives you the yips. I actually uh, went swimming with my black Labrador and all the surfers screamed at me because they said he looked like a seal and would bring sharks. <laughs> Where were you swimming? <laughs> On some surf beach, so, yeah. Oh. Uh, that's not ideal, is it, Ian? Sorry about that. <laughs> No, you don't. You don't want seals around because they, yeah, they do bring in the sharks. Yep. <laughs> you are in Perth about to fly over to Melbourne for the big gig. Have you got a great story about the the great man Michael that you'd be happy to share? Oh, absolutely. I've got I've got a, many stories um, from Michael. He was an absolute. He was relentless. That that man, and I and I think if you spend like five minutes with him. You get it. You get energized from just the pure output of that man. And he he was he was such a lovely dude to to me. And like I really, you'll always call. I walk in the room and you're like, oh, Sir Ian, welcome in. He was such an accommodating sort of dude. Um, but yeah, uh, a lovely dude and an absolute. People say a force to reckon with and a powerhouse, and they say all these things about Moffat, but he was a lot, a lot more than that. Yeah. And do you remember your first um, encounter with him? It was over the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like we we've had a working relationship with Mushroom for well over a decade now. And the first time, I don't know how he got my number. To be honest, <laughs> um, he just calls me. He calls me up with something. We, we had something coming up. Maybe it was something to do with an AFL event or something. And he just gets on the phone to give me this proper rev up. Like that's what he do. He call and go, Rodo, this is what we're doing. We're gonna go in and we're gonna smash it. Like, gave me a proper, which is really cool because sometimes you do need a bit of a pep talk yeah. uh, just ahead of uh, of a big event. So yeah, that that was his vibe. At what point does the novelty of that wear off when you go? This guy's pumping me up, but then all of a sudden we're sort of half mates here, and this is who I'm rubbing shoulders with. Um, I don't know. I guess, I guess that's that's a beautiful sort of transition point with with people like Michael when you you do feel like you're um, you're getting to know him and there and Mushroom being the the family it is. Um, that's a really cool cool point, and it's funny. I mean, Michael was a bit of a one off. I don't the relationship I had with him and, and and the band and anybody who knows him well, you just think about him and go, "There's only." 
there's only one 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 Michael, you know what I mean? Mm. This that sounds like yeah. a, um, a boring question, but I am interested in it. <laughs> Tell me if you think it's boring. But what is the secret to longevity in this industry? Because you guys have just had some massive hits, and you're still going. We're going to play your new song in a minute. What mm. do you think it is? Um, like anything, it takes hard work and a lot of luck. Um, but hard work is the one. And then I think you've just got to sort of think bigger picture um on, on two parts i believe like about your artistry and what you want to put forward mm. and the, the best way to do that we don't, we don't always know and then the other side is just who you want to be in your industry and what you want to give mm. to your industry and you want to be good to it you want to be good to the people in it the people in the, in the industry are the most important part so those two if you, if you kind of feel those as best you can you're, you're on a winning combo i assume that's changed a fair bit though from when you first started out sort of evolving as a band and as a group oh absolutely i mean when we started we were so green and we were like running around the country for years with like 20 bucks in our back pocket and sleeping <laughs> in hostels and playing every night like we had nothing in the beginning um and we're having fun don't get me wrong but um it sort of developed things start to click and you, I think as an artist and as like, you know, somebody who takes it seriously as a business as well, you got to sort of come up with it. So there were many learning lessons and um, I can't believe we're still doing it almost 20 years later. Yes. Like it's just bananas. And how yeah. long have you got left, Ian? Do you reckon another 20? <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't know because I, and like I thought when we joined this band, we're going to blaze for five or six years. Everyone will just, and then like, you know, naturally mm. we'd burn out or, cause that's what was happening to all the bands that we're sort of rolling with and, and we looked up to. Um, and I thought it cool. Everyone go back to uni or go back to work or whatever. It just never happened. We're still going. So I don't know. I don't know how long this thing goes for. Yeah. You're off to Torquay, I believe over the summer with the by the sea and not just you guys, Jimmy Barnes, the living end and Pete Murray. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and there's some um, there's some other things going on on the day as well. So um, yeah, we're we're looking forward to that. Last time we played in Torquay, it was such a cracker gig. So um, we're looking forward to get there. And Jimmy Barnes is on fire again. Like talking about longevity, how the hell does that guy do it? Like he's just smashing it. Mm. Uh, and the Living End too. Mm. We just did a show with them in Perth a, couple, uh, a week ago or something. And they're absolutely on fire. Like Chris Cheney and the, and the band are just mm. smoking it. So, um, and Pete Murray is an absolute bloody legend. So it's a good. It'll be a good day. Do you yeah. bring a surfboard over? Some iconic waves down there. Um, no, but I think I've got someone lined up who's got boards down there already. So if I can get some time, I'll try and sneak one in. I'm actually trying to do that these days touring. Just uh, you know, try and find out someone who's around there. And if they've got boards, I'll go borrow one and go for, a, go for a wiggle. Chatting to Ian Kenny from Birds of Tokyo. You've also got the Red Hot Summer Tour this summer and then uh, shows with Incubus. Oh. That's pretty cool. That, I think that's cool yeah. um, because um, Incubus, for me, growing like coming up, I, mm. I probably still am. I'm a huge Incubus fan. They were quite they're, – they're actually – Brandon Boyd, the singer, was a bit of an, um, uh, an inspiration to me as a younger singer, so he's an absolute – weapon so yeah i'm psyched for that how, how do you feel when you meet someone you used to you know look up to and then the next minute you're actually playing with them or you know in the same gig yeah it's pinch yourself moments hey like and, and you never know what to say as well i'm just like like I, i'd say the same thing every time i'm just like i want to say so much i'm just like oh man kill the show or i love your stuff or something like, this is the same the same shit that you normally would and then and then the moment passes you're like 
<laughs> I wish I'd said it. Probably could have said something better there. <laughs> As we said, though, you're 20 years in and still charging. Where do you find the inspiration for new tracks? Well, it's always in just you could get finding something new in a song, right? So every time we approach a piece of music, we're always looking for something new or something we haven't found before. Um, and every time you walk into a song, this always happens. Your intentions are to do this. And at halfway through, it always changes. A song will just turn it on you. Always does. So at that point, that's where it becomes interesting when the, the sort of song starts to talk to you and you've got to kind of manoeuvre that. I, I find that point of cre- creation um, still very interesting and I love it. And I, yeah. su- I suppose every song's different, but what sort of like time period does it take to, to write a song and to get it where you're really happy to release it? It varies. Sometimes you can knock it out in a, a matter of days or weeks, mm. um, depending, or sometimes it takes months and months <laughs> to get it bloody right. And like, and it can be the smallest of things like a, a fairly important lyric or, or whatever, something that just sets it off and you know you haven't got it. And, like, it took us, like, some of our biggest songs took literally, like, a year mm. to write. Yeah, mm. yeah. Beautiful, mate. Thank you so much. That oh, you amazing. legends. That was unreal. Thanks for that. Thanks. The skies are bluer. The sun is shining. The weather's warmer. If there's a pool, I'm there. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. What's happened to your headset, Bridge? You've done it again, haven't you? Oh, no. I am just minding my business listening to the music that Triple M plays, and I'm very keen on life. Just for anyone that uh, needs a visual, instead of your headphones being on both ears, one of them's gone off sort of like a big wing nut. I have a lot of trouble. Think Tex Walker. Um, You know people that are logical? Mm. Not here. Illogical. I'm very illogical. I can't work out how to make things work. Yeah. How good was Ian Kenny from Birds of Tokyo and their brand new man. song Lion? Of course, they are part of Mushroom 50 on Sunday days. We're going back through the list here of mm. artists. Amy Shark, Birds of Tokyo, Bliss and Esso, Christine Arnu, Diesel, Hunters and Collectors, oh. Jimmy Barnes, Kate Sobrano. Yeah. Vicar and Linda, mm. oh, Dan Sultan. Trap, Paul uh. Kelly, and then not only that, just coming in from a stream, Ed Sheeran, Garbage, Sam Smith. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Can you imagine trying to get all these bands on <laughs> and off stage? I can't like actually look at you. Why? I'm t- saying something important. Yes. <laughs> 50 <laughs> songs for 50 years on <laughs> Mushroom <laughs> Records. What's we'll what put a photo one? up of what Bridge looks like on our socials. Hey, coming up next hour, we're <laughs> going to be like chatting to Ken Roxon, who is oh. here in Melbourne as wow. part of the Boost Mobile World Supercross Grand Prix, Ooh, yeah. of course, tomorrow and Saturday with two-day passes from just 69 bucks. Get yours today at wsxchampionship.com. Chatting to Ken Roskin, we might have some double passes Ooh. to give away to that. Ooh. I used to like the motocross too. I, st- I still love it. Mm, yeah. yeah, I like supercross. Mm, I like that also. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Bridge, you've got some news. Uh, I've got some news about Olympic rock climbing. Now, I think it did debut in the last Olympics. I, for one, loved it. Did okay. you watch it? Uh, I saw some of it. Ale- I attempted it, actually, but it was did you? It's hard. It's oh, it's hard. hard. It's very good for your core. They do it in like 16 seconds up a 30-metre wall. They're amazingly fit, Seems amazingly high. fit. But I loved it. You know, all these new sports came in, everyone's going, nye, nye, nye. Skateboarding. Yeah, but I actually Skateboarding was cool. Mm. Well, there's a big event on in Melbourne, actually, starting tomorrow. It's the Sport Climbing Oceana Qualifier. And 60 athletes are coming here to basically get a, get a spot in the Olympics. Can you yep. say o- Oceana for a second? Oceana. Mm. 
I like it. Yeah. It's pronounced. What do you, what do you say? Oceana. Oceana, but you will Oceana. No, it's Oceanana. <laughs> now I've really ruined it. <laughs> anyway, if you are a fan of the rock climbing, you can watch it oh. on the Olympic channel via Olympics.com. And I will be tuning in. Well, uh, we've got two good one. people, apparently. We've got two good people who might, might make what it. What time's it on? It's on all the time. <laughs> no, so no, no. you got to watch it during the show tomorrow. <laughs> no, I don't know when it's on, but not during four to six. That'd be crazy. No. My concentration's at an all-time low. We've seen that. And we have, <laughs> we have just put up on the Instagram to Triple M Rush Hour what we were dealing with just before as your headset had a little bit of a yeah. malfunction. Yeah. I've done a lot of years in radio, but I have not learnt much. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, your words. Uh, yes. Tennis news. Alex Diminor has clawed his way back bridge from being 6-4-5-4 down against Jiri Leheka to help secure a 2-1 win over the Czech Republic. This is the point. One of the most remarkable Davis Cup matches you are likely to see. And it is Alex Diminor who once again comes up trumps for his country. Incredible. I've got a feeling he's going to win a major. I, I reckon he's just this far away from it. He's got the ticker that we love. Yeah, I love him. And he's nice. He's you know, got a little unlike bit of the some. Aussie Leighton's about him. Yeah. Oh, not that bad, though. Well, funny you said Leighton because Leighton gave him a rev up just before that point when he was about to lose the match and he fought back. I think 10 points in a row and then yeah. won the match. Incredible. Did he give him a big come on or something? I think he did. He said, I'm with Beck from home and away. Come on. <laughs> uh, NBA New San Antonio <laughs> Spurs coach Greg Popovich has interrupted a live game between his side and the LA Clippers to admonish. What does that mean, Rabs? Tell off. Tell off. Correct. The Spurs fans for booing Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi with eight points tonight, three of five from the floor. It is only three. Excuse me for a second. Pops Can on we the mic. Stop all the booing. Let these guys play. It's got old class. It's not who we are. Knock off the booing. Pop telling the fans to lay off Kawhi Leonard. Leonard played seven seasons with the Spurs from 2011 to 2018, including winning a championship in 2014. But then he said, "See you later," and was traded. What I would have given for Mick Moldhouse to roll out to the MCG <laughs> round seven, 2014, Stop and just booing. said, hey, Collingwood fans, tuck it easy. He likes you. <laughs> Did you get booed oh, so badly? I, like, uh, you... I missed a goal from 30 metres out, no real angle, and nearly missed my foot. Like, <laughs> if there was a shovel, I'd still be digging. <laughs> sure I remember that. Yeah, it was, it was bad. <laughs> then you kicked the check side the next time. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a few years later, but that lived with me. That rent Has that affected head. you mentally? It, yeah, mm. yeah. I had to spend some time on a couch. Did you? <laughs> There is no couch anymore, (laughs) so you know. It's not Sigmund Freud days. No, it's not. Uh, Celebrating 100 years Mm. of commercial radio. Yeah. Today is the 100th birthday of commercial radio. So we thought we might dust off. Were you there at day one, Bridge? (laughs) Some of the best (laughs) radio that we've ever put together here. That's coming up next. (laughs) Triple M Rush Hour, Summer Edition, Daisy Thomas and everyone's mum, Bridge Duke. I'm not everyone's mum. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Daisy, it is a very special birthday today, though. It is. And when I came in today and jumped on the emails, I saw that Ford Annals, who is the CEO of Commercial Radio and Audio, (laughs) had texted me, uh, sorry, emailed me, to say that today Australian Commercial Radio makes a remarkable milestone, its 100th birthday. birthday Which is an incredible feat. 
Yeah. It is. Years. No, it is a bloody long time. And it is for anything to survive in a, in a evolving era. Yes. Um, and apparently radio thrives, you know, does thrive because about 79% of Australians tune in every week. Um, so it's still really. This is Australian radio, not yeah. worldwide. Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. Australian radio. radio. Is, yeah. Dominant. So, so I would like to say. Uh, happy birthday to everyone, anyone and everyone who's ever, you know, worked in radio in any way, shape or form. Yes. Well, to celebrate. Mm. And we've been a lot of great radio there has, over the a lot of years in Australia. A lot of great radio. Where do you start? Well, we're going to start with our very own Billy Brownless mm-hmm. and maybe 10 of the words that he can't really say. <laughs> okay. The hardest English words to say. Oh, no. <laughs> Top 10. So what I thought we'd do with these hardest English words is uh, just get you to wander down the list and see how we go. Are you not allowed to clap? No, it? that's... They <laughs> <laughs> <I> started clapping. <laughs> Look at Who told us? Oh, Rebecca my... Judd told me to do that. Remember, Jim, when you can't... <laughs> Worcestershire. What? War- Worcestershire. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Righto, next one. Specific. That's all right. That's good. Well done. Squirrel. (laughs) That's easy to say. Squirrel. Brewery. (laughs) Does your dad own a brewery? (laughs) Yes. Or would you like to show them to Uh, me? (laughs) Next one, Bill. Uh, Phenomenon. (laughs) (laughs) Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Neat, neat. Derby? What's that? Derby's easy to say. Derby is how it's pronounced. Oh, you're WA. Mm -hmm. Uh, Regularly. I go regularly. <laughs> regularly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, February. Edited. Yes. And higher. Hair. Hair. <laughs> Is it hair? All right, Bill. They're not, not too bad. bad. <laughs> Can we go back to number five again? That was the best. Number five. Phenomenon. <laughs> Phenomenon. There. Phenomenon. It's an M bill. Phenomenon. Well, it's not. It's a stupid body word. That's what it is. Brilliant. Oh, the, Never no, fails. One, no one better at mispronouncing words, that's for sure. Um, I, Rabsy, to mm. keep celebrating the yes. 100th birthday, I'd like to hear Bill's um, wrinkliest. Can we have that? Oh, yes, we do have yes. that. What's the wrinkle? Oh, my God. What's the wrinkliest thing on your grandmother? Have a third go at it. What's the wrinkliest thing? Have a fourth go at it. Wrinkliest. Wrinkliest. What's the wrinkliest thing? But I need to say. You can't make this up. No, you need to have a fifth go. When I point at you, you say wrinkliest, right? No. This is not me. It's you. Righto, Jim, we'll start again. We'll cut all that out because luckily we're live. Right. What's the wrinkliest thing? No. You say what I'm trying to say when I point to you. Bill, I could we could do this for another hour. <laughs> and it would be it would be side splittingly funny, it, right? but we wrinkliest. don't have the time. Bill, right? Ready you need when to I say point it. It. <laughs> No, you say it, Bill. It's wrinkliest. Wrinkliest. No, no, wrinkliest. <laughs> right. Here we go. Right. Here we go. Hey, Jim, I got a joke. Right. <laughs> what's the What's the joke? Well, what's the wrinkliest thing? <laughs> no, I can't say it. Rabs, just say it, will you? R- wrinkliest. Will you say it? What are you clapping for? Wrinkliest. No, no, but Bill, Bill, you in it. 
Break it down. It's like ice rink, rink. Yeah, I know and what then, rink is. And, and then Leist. Rink, Leist. Rink, Leist. There we go. Right on. Oh, right on. Right on. Right 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 what is the rink, Leist thing <laughs> on your grandmother, yes. Jim? What? Your grandfather. No. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? What happened happened to this show? Oh, that's brilliant. And all that to get to that. (laughs) It is absolutely brilliant. The amount of people that stop Mm. you and say, you work with Bill, Mm. is it put on? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely not. Yeah, never has there been a less put on anything. It's (laughs) fabulous, isn't it? And I think he sums up the great hundred years. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Go, Billy. Thank you, Bill. Triple M's rush hour has had a makeover for summer. Oh, I'm just trying to trim up. Oh, I'm sore. I've been boxing, but geez, I look good. <laughs> this is the rush hour summer edition with Daisy Thomas and Rich Duquo. The Boost Mobile World Supercross Grand Prix is back November 24 and 25 with two-day passes from just 69 bucks. Make sure you get yours today at WSXChampionship.com and see this absolute superstar dominate. It's Ken Roxon. Last year, our next guest won the 2022 World Supercross Championship at Marvel Stadium. It's Ken Roxon who will be the 2022 World Supercross Champion. He did it. This weekend, he's back to see if he can defend his crown. Lights the candles as Ken Roxon wins. Please welcome Ken Roxon. Yes, in the presence of greatness we are, Bridge. Kenny, welcome to the Rush Hour and welcome to Melbourne. Oh, thank you guys so much. I am beyond stoked to be here. Oh, we are very thrilled to be here. Now, you have been here before, of course. What is it, what is it you like about Australia? Well, so in general, I've had many Australian friends throughout my life. And, um, yeah, last year was the first time I actually got to come here mm-hmm. and just was blown away by, by everything, really. We got really lucky with the weather last year as well. I know that in Melbourne, um, you know, people say the weather's kind of on or off, but yes. we got lucky last year and we sure are lucky again this year. It's beautiful out right now. Um, I don't know. I just seem like to have a connection with the Australians. You know, everybody has always been super cool to me. Um, the city is awesome. Uh, I think I'm going to be able to surf again tomorrow at Urban Surf. Oh. And uh, yeah, then uh, we get to race on Saturday. So honestly, this is kind of like a dream trip for me. You know, surfing is my, my passion besides uh, Supercross. And then when I get to do these things, you know, going racing out here in Australia, plus getting surf. I mean, it's like the perfect, uh, I want to call it vacation almost, you know? <laughs> well, the Aussies always love a winner, mate. Uh, you go around the world with this, though. What's your favorite place to race or just your favorite place to travel in general? Um, that's a tough question just because, um, so I'm originally from Germany, right? So for a long time there, I've lived in the U.S. for over 10 years, almost 12 years. And for a long time, I didn't even get to come back to Europe. And so... This year, I went back to the Motocross of Nations, actually, in France. So, obviously, Europe as a whole is a bit special for me just because I grew up there and I was riding, uh, racing in the GPs, which is the uh, Motocross World Grand Prix. And uh, so I would say that everywhere I go to is a little bit unique and special to me. But that's, a hard one to, uh, that's a hard one to answer with just one spot, you know. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, Ken, you are amazing. Uh, of course, you won the World Championship in 2022. Two last year, uh, but probably a lot of people don't know that in 2017 you almost had your arm amputated from an absolutely horrific injury. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a I had a really bad injury and that uh, completely destroyed my entire left forearm, elbow, wrist, the whole nine. And uh, the problem was that with all the damage that I had, I had compartment syndrome. And what compartment syndrome is that from the impact, uh, the muscles start swelling so much that the blood supply gets cut off. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't get a uh, if you don't get surgery right away to like alleviate some of the pressure, your muscles slowly start dying. And when your muscles dying, it doesn't come back. So I had to fly, actually. This happened in Southern California. So then throughout the night, I was in Irvine in the hospital, and they made it sound like it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was a lot bigger deal than what they made it out to be. So I ended up traveling up to Vail, Colorado, to the Stepman Clinic, and the Stepman Clinic pretty much saved my career. And, you know, I, I don't want to say, you know, it wasn't life-threatening, but also a little bit of my life, you know. You want to want to be able to have two arms that you can use. And so we flew up there right away, and Dr. Viola, which he did an amazing job, um, he, he was pretty honest and clear with me right from the get-go and telling me that he is not sure how this is going to, um, how we're going to prepare this and, and if I'm ever going to be able to sit on a, on a dirt bike again, never mind, you know, using my arm properly to eat dinner. But he made it happen somehow. And then, of course, I, I personally hired a full-time therapist over two years and um, just kind of like made it a point that I'm going to come back stronger than ever. And wow. yeah, I set my sights on that. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know, it's been many, many, oh, not many, many years, but it's been quite a few years and it honestly kind of seems like a lifetime ago. So we are on uh, you know, kind of been going uphill over many years and, you know, I'm back racing at the highest level. And yeah, stoked to still be able to do this. We are chatting to Ken Roxon, super cross champion, Outside of that, is that the worst injury? I hope you're going to say yes, but is that the worst injury? Because I feel that it sort of comes with the territory. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know how it is. Any sport, you can basically get hurt walking across the street, right? So we, we know that what we're getting into, but this has been, you know, my, my worst injury. Luckily, I actually, actually almost exactly one year later, I injured my right hand, which it, it was just my hand, but I completely destroyed my metacarpals and, and whatnot. And I have the, this bone right here on my on my hand, on my wrist. It's called the hook of the hemate. Um, that one I was actually taken out because it was so destroyed and it doesn't heal very well. So I have that bone taken out. Ooh. And um, that was also kind of a career-threatening injury. And luckily, I made it through that one as well. And wow. um, thank God, ever since, I've been pretty injury-free. And it wasn't even really that the crash was that crazy but my arm just or my hand just got sucked up into the wheel and that's what actually destroyed my hand so the crash in itself wasn't like it was anything super crazy i just kind of fell pretty unlucky honestly i would have just said see you later super cross (laughs) after that so i admire you now what are we going to what are we going to get on the weekend because of, of course um You've got probably, what, four people who you really need to beat, one of them being that dirty boy, Vince Freeze. The dog rat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure you guys have uh, have heard about him by now. But, yes. um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting night. Uh, I'm actually not currently leading the championship yeah. because uh, Abu Dhabi for me was a bit of a unique race. I really botched the start on the, on the heat race, and that's why I had to actually start in the second row. And it was just a kind of a little bit of a – um, I don't want to call it nightmare of a night, but for me personally, I had a, I went down as well, and, and it wasn't really the night that I was hoping for. I actually lost the championship lead then, so mm. we are making it very interesting for the fans here this weekend. And uh, nonetheless, I want to give it everything I have for this Saturday to be able to get, uh, get the points lead back and, and wrap up the title. Uh, it'll be really difficult, but at the same time, you know, this is what the sport's all about. It's mm. the exciting part, and we want to make it exciting for the fans, so that's what they're getting. 
What about the track that you'll see at Marvel Stadium? Does it give you a nice opportunity for a hole shot and then over the whoop-de-whoops, a little step up over the tabletop? Is oh there a bit God. of that going on? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, the track here will be a full-blown supercross track, which that's what we want to race on. Compared to like Abu Dhabi was a lot more of an arena cross track. And 20 riders um, in a small stadium, that's what makes it really difficult, you know, and it's some very, very tight racing. So this weekend we're going to be seeing a full-blown supercross track, which actually will be much better for us riders and us racers. And, uh, yeah, that should be a lot more fun. I'm really looking forward to this as last year the track was, was super fun. And um, I think we're going to be able to watch the Australian Championship on yeah. Friday as well. So I'm going to watch those boys uh, rip it up and, and see what we can uh, what I can learn from those guys. Well, I'll tell you what, Dave, they're bringing 7,000 tons of dirt into Marvel Stadium for this event. <laughs> that is a... Dirt load of dirt. <laughs> hey, uh, Ken, all the very best, mate. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you do go on and win it again. Yep. Back-to-back World Supercross Champions. And then, yeah, thank you very much for having me on. And if any of you guys would like to uh, to see what this is all about on Saturday, you guys are welcome to come out. We'll so- sort you out with tickets. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Good on you, Ken. Thank on you. On you, Kenny. 2022 World Supercross Champion Ken Roxon on the Rush Hour Summer Edition Bridge and Days. By the way, the Boost Mobile World Supercross Grand Prix is back November 24 and 25 with two-day passes from just 69 bucks. You can grab your tickets right now, wsxchampionship.com or ticketmaster.com.au. But if you give us a call, Days, one triple three five three right now. We have a double pass double. to sit in the exclusive Boost Mobile Superbox Vade at a thousand bucks. How do you want to give well, these away? Well, Rabs, the whole way through our interview with mm. the lovely Ken Daisy has been doing full on, like as if he's riding a motorbike, like right. meh, sort of thing. So, what do you reckon? Do like, you reckon oh, what, we go you, what was that? Like. Er, er. <laughs> I love that your bike's got two accelerators. Yeah. <laughs> My bike has got two accelerators. <laughs> so how are we giving this awesome prize One, away? One, triple, three, five, three. Give us your best motorbike noise. One, triple, three, five, three. If you and a mate want to head along and sit in the boost <laughs> oh, mobile super box at the Supercross <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Right now, we want to hear your best motorcycle. Is that the real one? (laughs) I like that. (laughs) And you can win a double pass to the Supercross happening tomorrow and Saturday at Marvel Stadium. Incredible prize to give away. And people just bloody love this bridge. Yeah, they do. It is such a massive sport. And also people like taking things off, Um, (laughs) as in making noises. You remember oh, um, yes. the old I- police impersonating, not yes. taking things off. Yeah. No, not taking things yep. off, as in making noises like yep. you did mm. the whole way through the interview. Yes, well, I was having a great time, just yep. sort of taking me back to my former self out yes. there in the bush. So we've put it out to the people. They need to give us their best motorbike noise. We go to Leon in Heathmount. Mont. <laughs> yes, Heathmont. Leon. G'day, all. How you doing? Yo. How are you? Yeah, not bad. How you doing? Very well. Are you a motorbike enthusiast? Yeah, I am. We we like going to the the local club and and having a having a watch with the kids. Yeah, for sure. Are you a two stroke man or a four stroke man? Uh, a lot of two stroke. Yep. Two strokes, good. Not sure of the difference, Absolutely. but yeah. All right, Leo. Now we need you to Ooh. do your very best impersonation of a super bike type thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Here we go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of crazy like frog about it. Pretty good. <laughs> All right. There's the bar. Right, There's the, the bar. Well done. Bad. Hold on the line. Uh, we go now to Scott in Gull Vegas. Scotty, how are you, mate? 
Hey, Daisy, how are you, bud? Very well. Uh, what is your motorbike sounding like today? Well, I'll give you a two-stroke and a four-stroke if you want. You can select which one you want to have a fang on. Oh, right, lovely. Have All a right. fang. Like it. Go. Two-stroke first up. <laughs> Little top for you. <laughs> Very good. Now the four-banger. Now, if we're riding the four-stroke down to Daisy's old stomping ground down in Druin there, it sounds a bit like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is That's good. Pretty good. Yeah, that, oh, Scott, that is good. Who would you take if you won the tickets? Uh, anyone that wants to buy me a couple of schooners for taking them along. Yeah, okay, fair enough. All right, very good so far. What about you, Anthony? You're in Sunbury. Um, what's your motorbike skills like? Um, oh yeah, we'll give it a go. Uh, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> They're all good. Wow. Oh, very um, good. Is that a two or a four? Uh, that was about three oh, and a half, I reckon. Yep. That'd be a two. Okay. Uh, we got a Vincent in Cheltenham. Hello. How are you, buddy? Great. You guys? Okay. Righto. Give us your best motorbike impersonation, please. All right. Do you ride a bike yourself? I do. I've got a Harley, actually. Oh, you got a okay. Harley. Okay. okay. Well, this wow. is tough. Um, well, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Daze. I'm going to hand this over to you guys because I can't tell because I don't know my mind. Well, I don't really know that either, but I think it's hard to go past Scotty from Warrigal for the big prize. Ooh. Scotty, Yo. you've got to find someone to buy you some schooners because you're going along, mate. Oh, I don't reckon I'll struggle now. <laughs> Good on you, Scott, and well two done on your two Two seats and four. in the exclusive Boost Mobile Superbox worth a thousand bucks. But guess what? Everyone else who played along is going to get a double pass. Ah, oh, yes. Everyone's a winner. For two days, Both for tomorrow days. and oh. for Saturday oh. as well, to head it along to that's the really Supercross. Nice. You can fang along. Oh, yeah. that's so, so lovely. Whichever one of them hung up, bring back because you got yourself a double pass <laughs> yeah. for two days. Crack the sads and hung up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was whoever was from Charlton Hand. Yeah, that's uh, me boy Vinny. So give us a call back because you are all heading along to the Supercross at Marvel Stadium. Hey, Bill's joke. From lockdown in 2020, not too far away. It's the rush hour, Triple M. Sun's out, bin's out. What are you doing, Fat? I'll have a spell. (laughs) Have a spell, Fat. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. I can't believe we've nearly rolled through another week, Bridge. I know. It's hard to believe we're still here. I've just we been waiting for the call. But... Just charging along. And tomorrow, well, with guests like this, Limo in studio to tell a oh, joke. Oh, my good old mate. Yeah. So Nick Cody last week for the comedians, not yep. such a high bar. No, no. But Limo actually can tell a joke. Yes. Well, so can Nick. So but... can Nick. Yeah, no, yeah, no, Nick I know. Like... <laughs> that sounded like Sorry. a, a straight I hate. I actually didn't mean it like that. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> just keep talking yeah. to me out of this yeah. 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 Shoot, uh, shoot him a text and apologise. Uh, Matt Gadinsky, live from. Rod Laver Arena, yes. setting up Mushroom 50. How cool is that? And I'm really looking forward to talking to Matt about all the people that came through their home um, when he was growing up as a kid, all these superstars. Yeah. Mm. Did you go to a New Year's Eve party there once? I went to a Christmas party there. Oh, oh yes. Maybe for a different time. Can't slot. remember mm. a lot of it, but I'll tell you about it. And for the Bombers <laughs> fans, Sam Draper, a man who is not only 200 centimetres tall, won goal of the year, and he's got plenty of riz about him too. Uh, anyone with riz is welcome on the rush out. Absolutely. But it is time to wrap it up with one of Billy's jokes from when, Rabbit? Uh, this one is from 2020. Okay. So we would have been locked down, so hopefully it's a good one. Oh, no. <laughs> the day with the laugh. Um, I have a joke. This is Billy's joke. A man oh, walks into a bar. 
Ah, oh, mm-hmm. those were the days. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just, so just a statement about <laughs> lockdown. I've got, another, I've got a fun fact yeah. for you, Jim. Oh. I've got a fun fact. You can't yes. pronounce O while biting your lower lip. Try it on there. Go on. Mm-hmm. Go on. O. No, you <laughs> bite your lip and do it, Dopey. I, d- I just did it, you mm. halfwit. Oh. You've got to bite your lip and say no, oh. I bit my lip and said oh twice you, you now. Get rabbits to replay mm. it. <laughs> no. Say it louder, baby. <laughs> what is that? What is that? <laughs> just a bit of fun facting. That's oh, my fact. God. It is. So just a, a, a statement about lockdown into something that's <laughs> not accurate so <laughs> that you could eventually go say it louder, baby. Say it louder, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Blokes will be saying that to their missus oh, tonight. I got, but I'm going to finish with a nice little oh, joke as we oh, finish up here. Oh, hey, On Wednesday, the, May the 20th, and may the yes. Lord be with you, I told my <laughs> wife that our next-door neighbour passed away today. She said, who, Ray? Very insensitive. <laughs> I am. I am giving that. Uh, I'm giving it plastic because of the may the Lord be with you. <laughs> it's a plastic. Oh. What was the other one? Oh what say was going a on? baby. Bite your yeah, lip yeah. and say the O. Oh. <laughs> Don't say that loud. Oh. 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 I don't, I still don't get it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> COVID wasn't fine. No, it anyway, wasn't especially Bill. <laughs> Thanks, Cup. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?